Oh, welcome to the My Must Receive Faith podcast. It's your host, Tamika Renee. Boo, if this is your first time here, I'm so delighted to have you, child. Welcome to my faith fam, God's faith fam. This is his ministry. This is his podcast. And I am a willing vessel just trying to do his work. Amen. Listen, how has your day been? How has your day been? I pray in Jesus' mighty name that your day has been blessed. And I pray even above that, that your entire week is blessed. God loves you so. God loves you so. Don't you ever forget that. And don't you ever doubt that. Sis, if this is your first time here, my goal through this ministry, through this podcast, is to boldly inspire, empower, and equip you to live an uncommon faith-driven life, unaffected by outward circumstances. My goal is simply to equip you with mighty mustard seed faith in Jesus Christ alone. Let me tell you, God is amazing. And you are too, because you are made in his image. And God sent me here today to remind you, to encourage you that he's with you and he's fighting for you. If you haven't checked out last week's podcast, the title of that was This Ain't Vegas. And essentially what we were talking about or discussing in that podcast is that God is using every area in your life to make you better, right? And in order for you to get better, you must have wisdom. So if you have not checked out that podcast, you must check it out. Okay. And the good Lord just sent me here to encourage you today. I know it's been a long week. (laughs) It's a brand new month. We're in the month of July, July 5th, 2023. Hallelujah. He sent me here to encourage you today. There's this song that I'm listening to. And right now, I'm fasting, right? I'm fasting for several days. I've been doing my midnight prayers, which is prompting me to actually record this podcast in this hour right now. I just got finished praying. I had my worship music still on. And I can hear the spirit of the Lord to tell me to record that podcast. No, I'm not recording beforehand, but he knows what he's doing because he knew what you needed to hear today. And I pray above all that this podcast today not only blesses your soul, but that it ignites a fire in your belly to seek, to serve, and to obey God like never before, sis. I have to share something that the Holy Spirit reminded me of this week. Do you remember that story in Mark where Jesus told his disciples that they were going to get in the boat and go to the other side? Do you remember that? Girl, I know you do. (laughs) Because what we read our Bibles around here. Okay. So I know you remember that. A matter of fact, let me see if I can pull it up and read it to you. Hold on. Hold that thought. Just listen to the music while I look. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name, Father. Matthew 8, 
verses 23 through 27. I'm going to read the message version because that's the the first one that popped up on my iPad. Matthew 8, 23 verses. No, hold on. I'm sorry, boo. Yeah, Matthew 8 verses 23 through 27 reads. Hmm. We need to go before that. So hold that thought. Let me just go there. Matthew 8. Hallelujah. Lift them up. Yes, Lord. If you lift up the name of the joy, to lift up the name of goodness, lift up the name of mercy. Hallelujah. Okay, here it is, yo. Matthew 8. I want to start at verse 18. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he instructed his disciples to cross to the other side of the lake. Then one of the teachers of the religious law said to him, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. But Jesus replied, foxes have dens to live in and birds have nests. But the son of man has no place even to lay his head. Another one of his disciples said, Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. But Jesus told him, follow me now. Let the spiritually dead bury their own. Listen, that's a whole word in itself. But this is where I wanted to start right here. Jesus calms the storm. Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly. Let me repeat that again for the people in the back. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus, hallelujah, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up shouting, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Verse 26, Jesus replied, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the wind and waves. And suddenly there was a great calm. Verse 27. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man? They asked. Even the winds and the waves obey him. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your words. Sis, God wants to remind you today that what he's spoken over you, it shall come to pass. God wants to remind you today that if he spoke it, you can put that check in the in the bank and cash it because it's not going to bounce. If God spoke it to you, there is no need for you to worry. Period. Period. God is working all things out for your good because you love him. When are you going to trust that? When? God doesn't want you to be worried with the things that are going on around you. Do you understand that Jesus slept on a boat? And the Bible says he was very comfortable because he had a pillow. (laughs) He had a pillow. So guess what? Like I'm always telling you. God is intentional. 
He's intentional. He slept on a boat with a storm raging around him with a pillow. When you going to start doing that? When? When? This is the same Jesus here in Matthew 8 who's calming the waves, calming the winds by speaking to the storm. And then later on, if you read later on in your Bible and listen, when you have time today, make sure you go there. Make sure you go there to Matthew 26. That's what let's matter of fact. Let's go there now. Let's go there now. Matthew 26. And I believe it's verse 40. Let me go there now. God just want to speak to you today. Okay. All right. So let's see. All right. Oh, okay. So we have in Matthew eight, they're on the waves. Jesus is asleep. The storm is raging around them. The disciples is full of fear. Even though the King of Kings is in their very vicinity, their presence, they're on the ship with them. They're still afraid. They go and wake God up who is in a peaceful state and say, Jesus, do you not care if we perish? And God says, you have little faith. You have little faith. I'm here with you. Even though the storm is raging around you, why do you have little faith? You, my child, my daughter, do you not know that it is impossible to please me without faith? You, my daughter, do you not understand and realize that even though the storms and the winds are raging around you, that I am with you. And if I am with you, do you have all that you need? You are free by the blood of Jesus, sis. Stop worrying about things that you have no control over. You need to worry about the things. And I don't mean that literally, but you need to be concerned about the things that you do have control over. We know that death and life is in our mouths. We know that the issues of life flows from our heart. Fill your eye gates, fill your ear gates with things that are going to help you daily in this fight. Because guess what? Let me tell you something. In case you haven't realized, you have a real enemy. John 10, 10, Jesus reveals that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and what? There you go. Destroy. You got it. Destroy. Even when you don't feel like fighting, sis, you have to fight. Whether that's worshiping, whether that's praising, whether that's giving, whatever God places on your heart to do, you need to do it every single day. Don't be like these disciples. And it's not to take anything from it because we love them, right? They've taught us so much in the word of God. They teach us still to this day through the word of God. But we have to learn from their mistakes. You and I, boo. We cannot make the same mistake to be in God's presence, to know that he's there. But yet when the things around us are raging, we simply forget about the fact that he is all knowing, all powerful. And that if he spoke something to us, that it will and shall come to pass. These are the same disciples who saw the miracles that Jesus performed. And yet and still, when they got on this boat and the storms and the, the great clouds came and the water started coming in the boat, they got afraid. That ain't going to be us. <laughs> no, ma'am. That's not going to be us. And I pray right now over you that Jesus increase your faith like never before. Because for the dark and perilous times we have coming up, your faith 
is going to need to be unwavering. And let me share this with you, what the Holy Spirit spoke to me this week. And I pray that it encourages you. (laughs) And I know it will, because listen, God is mercy. He is grace. He is love. He is peace. He is joy. He is long suffering. So let me tell you this, what the Holy Spirit spoke to me this week. You know how Matthew 8, those disciples were on that boat, afraid of the wind and the waves and the water that was coming in the boat. Waking up Mr. Jesus, bothering him, talking about get up from your nap because we scared. There was a storm around them, right? And they were afraid. Right? They were afraid. Even though Jesus was there, they were afraid. God reminded me that in Matthew 26, and we're going to go there now. So grab your Bible. Let's read it. I'm going to read to you Matthew 26. Let's see. Verses... Matthew 26, verses 36 through 41. Let me read that now before I tell you what the Holy Spirit told me this week. Jesus prays in Gethsemane. Verse 36. Then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane. And he said, sit here while I go there and pray. He took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he began extinguished and I'm sorry and he became extinguished and distressed what am I talking about extinguished anguished (laughs) let me start over again child look it's early in the morning okay it's almost 1 a.m let get it together Mika get it together let me start over Jesus prays in Gethsemane verse 36 Jen Then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane. And he said, sit here while I go over there to pray. He took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. Hallelujah. Verse 38. Jesus told them, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went on a little further and bowed with his face to the ground, praying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will be done, not mine. Then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep. He said to Peter, Couldn't you watch with me even for one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation for the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, but the body is weak. Verse 42 says, then Jesus left them a second time and prayed, my father, if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. (laughs) When Jesus turned to them again, he found them sleeping for they could not keep their eyes open. So he went to pray a third time saying this again. Then he came to the disciples, go ahead and sleep, have your rest. But look, the time has come. The son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners up. Let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here this is what the lord spoke to me today in matthew 8 we see jesus asleep on a boat with a pillow 
we see these frantic 12 disciples. But when we go further into Matthew 26 verses 36 through what was it? 46, we see they're in a garden. Gethsemane is a garden. And what God spoke to me today is this. Do you see how in this garden, Jesus asked his disciples to stay awake and pray with him, but they fell asleep. Sis, God wants to remind you today. Sometimes you may be in a season or in a situation where you feel like all things are going on around you and everything is peaches and rainbows, sunshine and butterflies. There's no need for you to pray. There's no need for you to fast. There's no need for you to worship. There's no need for you to praise. Sis, that's a lie from the pits of hell. And I'm not telling you in the midst of a storm not to pray, but that's the time to be at peace. That's the time to be still. That's the time to be still and know that he is I am. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the author and finisher of your face. He is God Almighty. No one, nothing can contend with that man, okay? So if you are tempted by the enemy to not pay attention to your surroundings and say, you know what? Everything may be going on good with me right now. That old coworker ain't bothering me right now. I'm just going to be lack of days ago. I'm just going to be a little lazy. I'm not going to pray as much as I used to. The devil is a liar. In Matthew 26, we see Jesus in this garden and he's praying. He simply asked these disciples to pray with him and they fell asleep. We ain't falling asleep, boo. <laughs> no ma'am we ain't falling asleep we don't come to play we come to slay and we slaying demons okay so don't fall asleep in whatever area you are do not fall asleep even in the midst of your trial of your storm do not get anxious do not get unsettled do not forget that the one who rules and reigns heaven and earth is with you he will not let you drown Sis, you ain't going to drown. You ain't going to die. Thank God that he's giving you another opportunity today to hear his voice through his word, to hear what he's speaking to you today. He loves you so. Don't you know that? He's a good father. He's not going to let you drown. And I know it gets hard. I know it's hard right now. But I'm speaking to Mika even as I speak to you today, sis. Hold on. As the old people used to say in church, hallelujah. Hold on to God's unchanging hands. Don't hold on to things in this world that will give you a temporary gratification. A temporary sense of peace. A temporary sense of love because guess what? Everything and everyone in this earth will fail you because they are mortal. God is immortal, meaning he's eternal. He's a spirit. The creator of heaven and earth and everything in the earth, everything outside of the earth and everything that is to come. He knows what you need when you need it. Holy Spirit, you better speak to your daughter today. He knows there is an appointed time for everything he has for you. Hold on. 
Stop being tossed to and fro every time a situation comes into your life to knock you off. Don't you understand the enemy? His job is to distract you, to delay you, to detour you. Your prayer every single day needs to be that God sharpens your discernment so you can see sometimes the enemy, he won't even come at you full force. He'll throw these small fires so you can put out that fire and then he'll throw another fire at you so you can put out that fire. And guess what? He's doing all of that to keep you distracted from the thing that you need to be doing the most. Whatever that is, make quiet time today and ask God what it is he needs your focus 100% of the time right now. Undivided, your undivided attention. God is working it out for you. Hallelujah. Whatever it is you are in need of, if it's in if it's healing, God has it. It's in his hands. And I've been there, boo. Let me tell you, I've been there. I know that's why he sent me the way he led me to encourage you today. I've been there. Well, I've been so boggled down with so much stress, so much worry, so much anxiety that it literally made me sick. Headaches, crying, sobbing, wondering how, when, why. Mm -mm. We're not going to keep our eyes on our problems, boo. We're not. We're going to keep our eyes on the problem solver. Hallelujah. Healing is in God's hands. Don't you doubt that. Not for one second. If you're having issues with finances, let me tell you this. And I'm going to be real because that's, what, that's who I am. That's who God has called me to be, right? If you're concerned about your finances, you need to give more. You need to give more. When you give, God will give to you. Give freely. Be a cheerful giver. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. Not a giver that he has to twist their arm to make them do so. No. No. Do you remember the story in the Bible about the, the lady who had the two coins and all of the um, other apostles or uh, the prophets, they were giving all of this money, right? And she gave her two coins. And God blessed her immensely for that. I want to remind you today that the little you have, God will bless you. And listen, he will bless you more than you can ask, think, or imagine. Give the little you have. If it's time, give the little you have. He'll multiply it. If it's money, give the little you have. He'll multiply it. If it's your, uh, whatever it is, if there's a child in your life that you can invest your time and energy in, give the little you have. He will bless it. Healing is in the hands of the Father. His hands are outreached to you, outstretched to you today, saying, daughter, come to me. I know you're weary, but I need you to come to me, daughter. Let me comfort you. Stop trying to figure it out on your own, daughter. Stop thinking that things are just going to get better just because time goes by, daughter. If you don't change, my daughter, things won't change. Hallelujah. You got to change. You got to change. God will uphold you with his righteous right hand. He will not let you fall, but you cannot be afraid. You cannot be like those disciples afraid in the midst of your storm. Hallelujah. You ain't going to drown. 
So if you're on the boat right now, let me remind you. Get you a pillow. <laughs> get you a pillow and lie down and rest. Hallelujah. Rest at God's feet and thank him that he's there with you. If you're in the garden right now, don't go to sleep. Mm-mm. It's time to fight, boo. You put on the full armor of God every single day and you fight the good fight. You swing your sword. God ain't got you here by accident. You ain't here by no accident. Mm-mm. I don't care what the devil speaks to you. Boo, you are not here by accident. God is doing a new thing in your life. Do you not perceive it? And I want to encourage you and remind you today that your greater days, and I know you've been through a lot from a child up into your adult life. You've been through so much hurt, pain, distractions, and, and, and discomfort that I know the enemy has tried to use it to corrupt and ruin your mind. But God would not allow that to happen. It's already done, sis. Do your part. Do what you can do and God is going to do what you can't do. Do you understand me? Let me repeat that again. Do what you can do and God will do what you can't do. Praise him daily. It's a weapon. Hmm. Put on your worship music. It's a weapon. Lift your hands to the heavens. It is a weapon. Hallelujah. And when you come to the throne of grace, make sure your heart is clean. Be like David. Ask God to purify and cleanse your heart daily because we need it. None of us are perfect. That's a prayer of mine every single day. And you continuously fight. God is your great shepherd. He will not lead you wrong. Put your ways your will, your wants to the side and allow God's will to be done in your life. The sooner you stop fighting that, sis, I feel led to tell you right now, the sooner you stop fighting the will of God, the better quality of life you will have. You should want only what God wants for you, period. You should want only what God has for you, period. Don't settle. Don't settle. You are royalty. You are a daughter of the king of kings. It don't get no better than that. (laughs) How you doing? Listen, it don't get no better than that. And even though you may stumble, he tells you in his word, you will not fall. His angels, they hold you up in their hands and will not let your foot dash a stone. As long as you abide in God, God will abide in you. That's his will for you. His will is for you to prosper. So don't ever think that God is not going to help you. But you got to help yourself. Help yourself by standing at his feet. Help yourself by standing his word. Help yourself by surrounding yourself with people, places, and circumstances that are pleasing to God. If you're in a situation or if you're around a person or if you are in an environment and Jesus Christ can sit and dwell there, boo, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> you in the wrong place. So humble yourself today. Humble yourself. 
Turn from any wicked ways. Ask God for repentance. He's there with outstretched arms waiting to embrace you like the prodigal son. Your life is in his hands. Stop trying to control it. Stop trying to manipulate things that God never intended for you to be in. I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but the spirit of the Lord is here. And I pray over you today, sis, that you allow God's spirit to not only direct and order your steps, but to infuse you with the spirit that will never stop seeking his faith in every situation that arises in your life he's there he's with you and i know that's times where it may feels like he's not and i felt like that plenty of times even when there were times where i thought i was going to die i felt like god wasn't there and i will cry out to him and every single time he answered me i will cry out to him and I can remember a time that he just brought forth in my mind where I literally thought I was dying and I literally sobbed. I was in so much pain and I was sobbing and I said, Jesus, where are you? Why did you leave me? Where are you? I want to remind you today, your feelings, I'm not negating them, but they're not reality, right? And I don't know if I'm the only one with some of us have been in relationships. We felt like we loved that person. We felt like that person loved us. And the devil is a liar because they did not. And we did not. Just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. There were times where I felt like God wasn't there, but that wasn't true. He said in his word, he will never leave us nor forsake us. And I can tell you in my own life, he's never left me. He's never left you, sis. He's not going to leave you. If he ain't did it already, why would he do it? Why? Stay at his feet. That's where your power lies. Don't get caught up with the storms of life. Don't get caught up with the winds of life blowing around you that you get distracted. You get anxious and you start to worry when God is already there. He's already there. If God blesses you and I to see tomorrow, he's already there. If God blesses you and I to see next week, he's already there. If God blesses us to see next year, he's already there. Why are you worried? There's not one thing that goes on in this earth <laughs> or even outside of this earth that he does not know about. So you got to put your trust and your faith in him and choose today who you're going to serve. You can't serve two masters. You can't serve the enemy and serve God. You cannot. So I just pray over you today and your week that you continue to fight the good fight. And as we've been discussing these last few weeks in the podcast to run your race, Boo, run your race and work on you. Work on whatever he's placed in your heart, whether that's getting a new skill, whether that's working out, whether that's eating more healthfully, whether that's removing toxic friends and relationships out of your life. Whatever it is, do it. It's time for you to work on you. And as I mentioned to you before, God will let you settle where you are. You remember the story of the prodigal son? This was a royal king's kid who went and rolled around and ate with the pigs and slopped. 
even though that's not God's will for you, he will allow you to settle in the place that he never called for you to be in. If that's what you want, he's that loving. Hallelujah. That he's not going to force you and beat you over the head to do what it is he wants for you to do. He wants you to make the choice for yourself. And in doing that, sis, he's building you up. How could we appreciate something good if we've never been in something bad? Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You think about the worst relationship you've been in. And then God bless you with a good one. How could you ever appreciate that good relationship if you've never been in Listen, with a narcissist, <laughs> with the old crazy Bobo, or we're just going to say Bobo. If you was never with Bobo, with his crazy self, how would you appreciate the royalty that God has for you? Thank God for the storms. Thank God for filling you up with his spirit. Thank God that he will never leave you nor forsake you, even though the storms will tell you that he has. I pray this week that you feel with God's spirit, his love, his joy, his peace, and above all, his wisdom. Because wisdom will take you further than any plan that you have in your life. And you know the saying, tell God your plans if you want to make him laugh. I pray every day that his will be done in your life on earth as it is in heaven. And let it be so, sis. I just pray over you this week that you continuously stay at God's feet. Keep your eyes on Jesus in the midst of your storm. And if you feel like all things are calm and still, it's time for you to still pray. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing, sis. That means what times are good. That means what times are confusing. That means what times are hard. That means what times are sad. That means what times are depressing. That means what times are stressful. That means what times are joyful. That means what times are celebratory. You need to pray without ceasing. Don't stop. That's where your power lies. And even though things may seem like it's not working around you, know that God is in the background. He's working. Hallelujah. There's nobody like the Lord. Nobody. No family member, no friend or foe. Nobody like that man. Boo, Mr. Jesus is working it out for you. It's already worked out. Keep the faith despite what you see. Okay? You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Take a deep breath today. Take a deep breath today and know that God has already worked out everything that you will ever experience. That should give you peace and solace in itself. Because guess what? You ain't got to try to figure it out. <laughs> Mika, I ain't got to try to figure it out. And there was times in my life when I did and I made a mess. But we ain't doing that no more, boo. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. We giving it over to the Father and say, Lord. Father, I need you to take this from me now. Take this cup from me. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. And I need you to take it from me. And he will do just that. But, boo, I pray your bleak is blessed. Your month of July is blessed. I love you. I thank God for you. And let me tell you this. Before we end this podcast today, make sure you share this podcast with three friends and a foe. If you bout that life, I cannot share the good news of Jesus Christ without you. So I thank you. And also, if you haven't leave me a review in the Spotify app, 
Leave me a five-star review if this podcast is blessing you. I appreciate you immensely, and I thank you. Make sure you follow me not only on Spotify, but on YouTube as well as Instagram. That's where I am the most, okay? And I'm working on some things in the background, so just keep me uplifted in prayer. I thank God for you. I thank God for your life, and I thank God that he's doing a new thing for you and that he's with you and that he'll never forsake you, so don't you worry. I love you, boo. You have a blessed day and God willing, I'll check you in the next episode. Peace.